Hey, hey, I'm Frank, and this is Blatant Frankism, a podcast that introduces new perspectives and experiences into the community consciousness and dialogue by talking to people that represent various generations and walks of life. We, the community, are creating our own narrative. Our weekly conversations will reveal the truth about those interviewed, the issues they care about, and their view of the world. Who knows? One day, it could be you, your issue, and your view. Storytelling is resistance, y'all. Let's get it. Now, as an educator, I can't do this without an objective in mind. So our objective, no, our smart goal for this and every week is that by the end of today's show, we will all learn something about ourselves and the world as we each see both and take an action step on a personal or collective level that reflects this learning. Let's get into it. Let's warm up. This week's topic is a difficult one because it deals with the most vulnerable among us. And it's extremely hard for me, as it is others, to discuss. So I'm not going to give specific data points, but rather an overall view of trauma as it relates to a specific group, children. According to the National Child Traumatic Stress Network, a traumatic event is a frightening, dangerous, or violent event that passes a threat to a child's life or bodily integrity. Witnessing a traumatic event that threatens life or physical security of a loved one can also be traumatic. This is particularly important for young children as their sense of safety depends on the perceived safety of their attached figures. Traumatic experiences can initiate strong emotions and physical reactions that can persist long after the event. Children may feel terror, helplessness, or fear as well as physiological reactions such as heart pounding, vomiting, or loss of bowel or bladder control. Children who experience an inability to protect themselves or who lack protection from others to avoid the consequences of the traumatic experience may also feel overwhelmed by the intensity of physical and emotional responses. Even though adults work hard to keep children safe, dangerous events still happen. This danger can come from outside of the family, such as a natural disaster, car accident, school shooting, or community violence, or from within the family, such as domestic violence, physical or sexual abuse, or the unexpected death of a loved one. Children who suffer from child traumatic stress are those who have been exposed to one or more traumas over the course of their lives and develop reactions that persist and affect their daily lives after the events have ended. Traumatic reactions can include a variety of responses such as intense and ongoing emotional upset, depressive symptoms or anxiety, behavioral changes, difficulties with self-regulation, problems relating to others or forming attachments, regression or loss of previously acquired skills, attention and academic difficulties, nightmares, difficulty sleeping and eating, and physical symptoms such as aches and pains. Older children also engage in risky and unhealthy behaviors. However, At no age are children immune to childhood trauma and abuse, as infants and toddlers also experience its effects. The effects of childhood abuse can last a lifetime. And when that's the case, people need to be able to turn to individuals who can help them through that trauma, who can help them deal with those emotions and and, and feelings and anxieties and, and behaviors that continue to show up, that continue to manifest. One of those such individuals that they can turn to is Trinell Eaton. Trinell Eaton is a woman of God first and a superhero mother to her son. 
Born and partially raised in the District of Columbia, Trinell developed a resilience to her childhood traumas. Despite her shortcomings, she was able to overcome the adversity of having survived multiple episodes of homelessness, abuse, and poverty. Instead of falling victim to statistical outcomes, she decided that she would use her plights to build a platform for herself and women and girls, just like her across the world. Trinell earned a bachelor's degree in sociology from Morgan State University and is completing her master's of jurisprudence in child law and policy at Loyola University of Chicago School of Law. Currently, she manages special education schools for the D.C. public schools and serves as an advocate for children in her community. In addition, Trinell is the founder of the nonprofit organization I Am Beautiful Because, a women's awareness organization that supports women and girls who have been victims of child sexual abuse. This is a seed that was planted from her own personal experience with child sexual abuse. I needed a hero, so I became one, she said. At the age of nine, Trinell was violated by a perpetrator who she was fond of. Going untreated, she found herself making destructive decisions and building unhealthy relationships that were not conducive to her well-being. As she grew older, she began to recognize that her life was being heavily impacted by her abuse. This led her to seek treatment for her own healing and ignited a passion for educating and ministering to women and girls who too have fallen victim of childhood sexual abuse. Her goal is to raise awareness about the epidemic and provide meaningful solutions for survivors. I needed a hero so I became one is the model that she lives by. Through her spiritual journey, Trinell discovered that her story was parallel to so many other women and girls. In understanding this, she is often reminded that she has a gift that is waiting to be delivered to the hands of another survivor. This of which is her greatest motivation and therefore she continues to reach and provide guidance for women and girls who are survivors of sexual trauma. Here's our interview with Trinell Eaton. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I am here with um, a friend, <laughs> Chanel Eaton, um, and I want to thank her for joining us. Uh, thank you. Welcome. Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you. All right. Um, so can you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself that maybe was not in the bio? Ooh. <laughs> I, as I was thinking about this, I had to laugh really hard because it's challenging. I you know, previously didn't talk much about myself. Like I always wanted to put everyone at the forefront of me. Mm-hmm. And so um, trying to dig up things about myself that I did not write out, I'm like, ooh, that, that may be a little challenge. But um, <laughs> to start with maybe some fun facts, um, let's see. I am an artist on the low. I can draw. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm an avid gamer. Ooh, um, oh, right. yeah, I know. I, I'm addicted to gaming. So like sports, um, physical contact sports, football, all of those things. I just love the art of playing. Um, I haven't done much cause of school. Um, and what else? Oh, just on a more, um, a more serious note. I, um, this is my third business venture that I am on. Um, my very first one, uh, my father was incarcerated, um, for 10 years. And so when I was in Baltimore in undergrad, I started a transportation company, um, called Fuse, um, Family United, um, Service Enterprise. And we transported, um, 
you know, families from Baltimore and D.C. up to the jail in um, West Virginia. Um, So, yeah, that was my very first business venture. And then um, out of working at the after working at the jail in 2010 out at Oak Hill, um, I started um, a mentoring program called the Center Children Entering Networks through Enlightening Resources. Oh, wow. Um, that went on for about three years. I graduated all of my girls in that program. And then um, I came to I Am Beautiful. So, yeah. <laughs> Here I am today. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, okay. So what, what was it that led you to start your latest um, endeavor? You say I Am Beautiful. What what led, what led you to this point? Sure. Um <laughs> Interesting enough, I, I would honestly have to say God first and foremost. Um, I am, and I have to give this disclaimer first, I'm extremely passionate about the work that I am doing and that I set out to do in the future. Um, but God and I have these one-on-one battles like, God, did you really have to put me here? <laughs> like, this is a challenging task that you have given me. And not only the fact that you have given me this task, but it's a personal journey of my own. So, um, you know, I get to be in the spotlight and be vulnerable at the same time. Um, So, like I said, I had the uh, mentoring program, The Center, um, that started in 2010. And I originally wanted it to be for the boys who were leaving New Beginnings uh-huh. um, because I felt like, you know, there weren't enough wraparound services or the wraparound services that they were coming home to just weren't enough, right? Because we saw the boys keep coming back and forth. Um, and so I started the program and I was like, you know, I wanted it to be for them. But for some reason, God only sent me girls. Mm. Um, and I was like, God, uh, this wasn't my plan. Like, I wanted to work with you. you know? <laughs> Your plan, huh? Okay. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I even tried to start, like, a separate male sector, and that didn't that didn't even work. So, like I said, I ended up graduating about 25 girls, and once I graduated them, um, I found myself stuck trying to revamp the program. And um, as I was trying to revamp the program it just was not happening for me and then I went to this um leadership conference one year and um I just got so much information and I just went back to my room and I was just thinking like God what how I know you want me to work with girls that's clear it's evident but how am I to start up this um program and so I had um just started my like I said I am a victim of child sexual abuse and Mm -hmm. so I had just started my journey of healing um and I was in my room and I had I started journaling after I had watched this speech and um he had given me a list of told me to write down like a list of things that I felt had caused me pain. And so I was writing my sexual abuse, my physical abuse, my emotional abuse, all these things that I have got, I had gone through my self-inflicted abuse. Um, and he had me write on, over top of it. Um, I, my, I am beautiful because, mm-hmm. um, and just, 
had me just really sit there and meditate. And so while I was meditating, he literally came to me and said, you know, those group of girls, yeah, you you had your time of working with those girls, but now it's time for you to work with the women and girls who have been plagued by this um, epidemic of child sexual abuse. Mm. Um, so you have some healing work to do now that you're matured and grown on. And so I was like, oh, really? I'm just going through my own process. Um, but yeah, so he led me here to start this organization, I Am Beautiful Because. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, that, yeah, I, mean, I was going to ask you about the the purpose behind everything, but, but that sums it up. What what um what do you enjoy the most about what you're doing now? Like, what what's the most I guess the most rewarding part of it? The most rewarding part of of this is um it's twofold, right? Because I get to um although I'm you know far, far along in my journey of healing. Um, healing is an ongoing process forever and ever from, you know, trauma or something as traumatic as child sexual abuse. So I'll be going through the journey of healing, you know, for the rest of my life. Um, but I get to further that journey every time I, you know, um, impart on an individual who takes part in my, in part, excuse me, takes part in my organization. Mm -hmm. So I get, you know, the personal experience of that. That's what I enjoy the most. Um, and then secondly, just to see, um, the connections that I'm able to make, Mm -hmm. um, with women and girls of all ages. And so we hold, um, what we call beauty boot camps and it's just a safe space for women to come and to um to unpack their trauma well first identify you know some patterns of their trauma because oftentimes we're like walking around and we were traumatized and we don't really know and so we create a safe space for women to come and share their stories and identify areas where they may have um some areas of trauma that they may need to do work on but on the flip side of doing that work we try we want to instill in the women and girls that it's very important while you're going through this journey of healing that you take part in you know lots of self-care and so the first half we do teaching on um you know the facts of child sexual abuse we do the trauma unpacking and then we do the self-care lessons um before we wrap up and so being able to connect with all age range from as young as five and as old as uh she was 65 Mm. um it, it that to me wow. was like is like the most joyous part of this. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Um, what has been your biggest challenge, though? Um, and you can from from either from from any endeavor. Not not maybe not just this one. If you if you uh-huh. want to speak to something else, uh-huh. too. Yeah. Um, my biggest challenge. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear about this one. <laughs> I'm like they all—they're all pretty big. Like, right, right. Um, 
if I had to choose one, it, it would be um, uh, being in my own way. You say, say again? Being in my own way. Mm-hmm. Like, stopping myself. My, my best friend, he would tell me all this. Um, Trina, you're just too damn smart for your own good. Like, stop <laughs> overthinking things and just allow things to happen. You know, you... Um, one of the things about being um, a victim of child sexual abuse, right, you are stripped from um, having the power, you, you lose the power and the control of um, letting someone have you, right, um, sexually. And so you lose control. And so growing up, and I'm just learning until this day that um, I am borderline a control freak. Okay. <laughs> and I, I if, when I first started going to therapy, she was like, listening to me talk and I was like no I, I, I'm i not selfish no I I love to give out tasks I'm, I'm not a control freak she's like no Trinell, you don't want to let go and let people people do the work that you have assigned them to do and I'm like no I am <laughs> and so really just the challenge of me um getting out of my own way and trusting people Mm. letting go of control um Mm. and just just walking in god's honor and truth and like i said just letting go so i think that's my greatest challenge um how, how how do you do that though I mean, you, you, how, do, how do you actually get out of your own way? Like, how do you, how is it easy to, how did you find it? Or how did you work through giving up that control? Because that's difficult for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, the, the thing that I had to do was um, understand that you get back what you put out in the universe and so I um have to me and everyone that I've been around like I am a gracious and a loving person and have all you know pretty much been all my entire life and Mm -hmm. so just trusting that those same type of spirits are around me and so um letting people in um, building relationships and not blocking relationships. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And just not um, overwhelming myself with things to do. Because when I found myself, like I, I wanted to have my hand in this, this, that, and the third, and I just realized that I couldn't have my hands in everything that I wanted to. Um, and so just prioritizing and just really letting go, like saying something to someone and say, here, I, tr-, you know, not even saying I trust you, but in my mind, I'm like, here, I trust you and to bring the work back. And once I did that, I saw like my, my team that I'm working with, I saw my friends coming back and bringing back things that were, you know, um, that were positive to me. And so, like I said, just actually doing the physical work or thing just to hand it off and let it go. 
is how you do it because it is difficult it's challenging um I know for me because I always want to make sure that something is done right and I always feel like I don't have time to teach someone something so it's just like no you have to let it go especially if you want to further your endeavors you can't do everything on your own Hmm. I got you okay yeah. All right. It's a process. Process. Yeah. It, oh, it's a process. For sure. <laughs> My CEO, oh, she she screams to this day. She screams. She's like, I am going to choke you. What did I tell you? I'm like, I know. I know. I'm working. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's definitely a process. Um. So we are coming close to the end of the formalized portion. So as this last question, uh, let me ask you this. What do you want your legacy to be? Mm. I honestly, what, my greatest hope is that I leave this world having put a major dent excuse me, dent in this epidemic of child sexual abuse. Um, Ensuring that, um, one, we have safe havens for our children, that we have, um, you know, proper programming for victims so that they don't become predators. Um, Ensuring that we eliminate childhood marriages, you know, just making sure that I leave this world um, knowing that children are safe from this um, epidemic because not to, you know, people aren't, um, don't, they rant and rave and they get excited about hearing the work that I'm doing, but they're not actually buying into it because they don't understand the magnitude. And so I just want to make sure that I, you know, global, you know, globalize the magnitude of the problem. Wow. Okay. That, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I've had, for, for some reason I've found, well, not for some reason, that's craziness. Given our current climate, I've found myself in, in multiple conversations regarding that very issue lately. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's interesting. It's very, very interesting yeah. how it, yeah. uh, people don't understand the stuff you carry with you, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> and, and, and it, 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 it comes across sometimes as there's an expectation, there's an expectation, you know, for you to kind of simmer down, like, you know, tamper your grief so that I can receive this more easily. It, it's frustrating as hell. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. I'll say I, I that. Mean, I, I think we honestly have to understand as a community that we are, we're hurting out here. Yeah. We're hurting and we have centuries of unpacked trauma that we have to deal with. And to do, to do that, we have to understand that it requires community healing and individual healing. That is my greatest hopes that I could leave that behind. I feel you. Yeah. All right. So let's um, get to our uh, less formal questions. I need five numbers from you between one and 69. One and 69. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nine. Okay. Fifteen. Nine, fifteen. 
34. 34. Um, uh, da, 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 da. 54. 54. And 5. 54 and 5. And now give me one number between 1 and 26. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 17. 17. Here we go. Number 5. What is your most memorable meal? Ooh, my most, my grandmother, and no one could make these, these drop biscuits that she would make from scratch. I have not been able to locate a recipe, but she would make the drop biscuits with some, um, with, uh, the great northern beans Mm -hmm. and, some uh smoke ham hocks. Yeah, that's my most memorable meal. I ain't had this since I was eleven. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Drop biscuits. Yeah. Drop biscuits. Hey, hey. Have you had those? I you know, I don't believe I've ever had a drop biscuit. I've heard about them. I would love to have one. So you know. <laughs> You get to cooking. I'm trying. (laughs) You get to cooking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Number nine. What is your go to junk food? (laughs) I love Oreos. Ah. Oreos. And they have done a bad thing with coming out with all these flavors. Yeah. It is so sad. I I've intentionally stayed away from the um, carrot cake ones, and my coworker brought me one carrot cake Oreo, and I was like, "This is the devil." <laughs> I would not bring those in my house. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> so yeah, Oreos. All right. Fifteen. Do you enjoy reading? I love reading. I love, love, love reading, but I'm like a a rabbit hole reader. So I would read a book, Mm -hmm. and if it's an interesting fact um, that's in that book, I would stop, research, and then go digging for further research for more and more and more. Yeah. All right, 34. What commercial jingle gets stuck in your head all the time? I don't even watch TV that much. Okay. Um, and I know I have one, but I can't think of, I, I don't watch TV too often to even think of one. Okay. Hmm. Um, all right. That's fine. If that ain't here, then no. All right. 54. <laughs> Who is the greatest singer of all time? Trinell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, I mean that with all of my heart. My girlfriend would be like, child, sit down. <laughs> the greatest singer of all times is Anita Baker. All right. Anita Baker. Okay. I know y'all Whitney fans would probably kill me. Oh, no, no. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it is what it is. All right, um, okay. 
And your one through twenty-six or seventeen. Oh, if you had a boat, what would you name it? If I had a boat, mm, my boat would be named Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it would be beautiful, plain and simple. Wonderful, wonderful. All right. Well, that concludes our interview. I want to thank you again. Thank you. Thank again. you so much. This was such a delight. I, I, I appreciate. It. You want before we go, you want to uh, plug anything. You want to make sure everybody have the information to get get in touch with you. Yes, please, please, please go. Um, you can check us out on Instagram at I am beautiful underscore because, and our website is www dot i am dash beautiful because dot com um we are we're not having a beauty boot camp this month but in may we will follow up so just keep posted on the um website or my ig um and you would you'll see the next date coming up soon okay all right all right all right well thank you very much trinelle i appreciate it thank you and i appreciate you all right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I want to thank Trinell for joining us this week. She is truly doing God's work, whoever your God may be. Please check out and support her organization, I Am Beautiful Because. Again, that's www.iambeautiful-because.com. Thank you again. All right, this week we're not going to take a water break or do any uh, independent practice. I uh, don't want to take away from the um, gravity of this week's topic. Um, So I figured let's go ahead and do our homework. Let's go ahead and close it out. So, you know, your homework for this and every week is hashtag do something and... I'm imploring you to hashtag do something about uh, childhood sexual abuse. Um, if there's an organization out there that that needs to be supported, please support it. If there are resources out there that need to be disseminate, please help disseminate them. Um, if there are individuals in your life who you know um, have you know, been been victims of this, you know, please be a support in whatever way they need um, that you're able to to be. Um, And, you know, as usual, let me know what you're doing or what you plan to do. Again, you know, as a matter of fact, I am a teacher, so I always have an open-door policy. You can get at me on my website at www.blatantfrankism.com. Excuse me, that is www.blatantfrankism.com. That's YouTube and Facebook at Blatant Frankism. That's the letter B, L-A-T-A-N-T-F-R-A-N-K-I-S-M. And on email, Twitter, and Instagram at bfrankism, that's the letter B, F-R-A-N-K-I-S-M, you know, and email us at gmail. As for the Powerball, this week's numbers are 5, 9, 15, 34, 54, and the Powerball is 17. If you win, pay it forward. 
will put it back into the community. I want to thank my sponsor, Crafty Nubian Sister. That is Crafty Nubian Sister. C-R-A-F-T-E-E-N-U-B-I-A-N-S-I-S-T-A-H on Facebook, Crafty Nubian Sister. If you need some customized gear for whatever your endeavor may be, if you have a group, a team, a squad, a mission, a passion, a goal, a view, a vision, and you want to see it on some paraphernalia, please check out again Crafty Nubian Sister on Facebook. Thank you. All right, that's it for this week. I'll see you next week. Get at me.